0: I seem a little. I might seem a little off today, and that's because this is first Memorial Day and in, in four since 2018 that I've actually had a mass, public mass. In 2019, I was uh, on retreat. In 2020, of course, COVID. <clears throat> Last year, I was recouping from the heart attack. So, but with all of those, I, a consistent theme in my mind, and it's a theme that I. Uh, have again in my mind today is uh, we as americans have so often forgotten what this day is really about because i'm convinced if we really remembered what it was about it would be less about picnics and good weather and more about turning to the lord and thanking him for the gift that we've received in this country the gift that we have and that we uh, for the men and women that we honor this day those who have died in the Um, either during their service or have come back and have gone to their eternal reward. And we as Americans are a little squeamish. I was listening to a a podcast actually with Mike Rowe this morning, and it was a a beautiful uh, reflection on on where we are as a country, uh, especially with the military. And he pointed out that the greatest generation, some of whom are still with us, although that number is getting less and less, came back to ticker tape parades and cheers. And not even 30 years later, many came back from Vietnam with spit and jeers. And that seems to have continued this despicable attitude towards those that are fighting uh, and trying to bring peace and establish peace. This Attitude to it, that anyone who's in the military, anyone who's uh, ever fought is a warmonger. I have yet to meet an honorable veteran who is a warmonger. Uh, I think it was Chesterton that said, the soldier does not fight because of what, it, what is in front of him. Because he hates what is in front of him, he fights because he loves what he's defending. And I think there's a truth there for us to remember. This love of country and this love of family that is left behind, this love of peace and justice, we as Americans have it so easy. We've never had to face a foreign adversary in this country. Oh, Yes, I know we kicked out the English in, in the, civil, or the uh, Revolutionary War. I know we've had a, a civil war. But we've never been invaded, like so many parts of the world. We've never had the scourge of communism forced upon us. And so perhaps that's why we are where we are as a country. We've grown complacent. There's a great line, hard times make for good men. Good men men make for good times. Good times make for soft men. Soft men make for hard times. And the cycle repeats. It's the soldier who has protected us. And it's the soldier that today is, and this is the ultimate thought I have as I think about this day, It's the soldier who most totally, perhaps, consistently demonstrates the love of Jesus Christ, who laid down his life to give us salvation, who sacrificed himself to give us peace and freedom, It's not that all soldiers do that uh, naturally or or whatever, but the, the soldiers we most honor this day, those who fought so bravely in battle, not knowing what was going to happen, not knowing what was in front of them, but fought bravely because they loved peace and justice and wanted that peace and justice for all, including those on the other side, to bring that peace and justice to fruition. They model the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. We have in this gospel passage Jesus telling us peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I've come to understand in the last years that peace requires sacrifice. It seems so weird, but it does. Peace requires sacrifice. Jesus's peace requires him to die on the cross to sacrifice himself for us. The peace we have as a nation as tenuous as it may seem these days, required sacrifice of countless soldiers, countless people at home who supported the soldiers through their work. As we as a nation face continued hostility and division, it seems perhaps we need to remember peace comes with a price. It came at the price of Jesus Christ It came at the price of so many soldiers. As we gather this day, perhaps it's fitting to remember too And some have talked about this division, the division that's caused perhaps by um, the reversal of Roe versus Wade, which I think is a good decision of the court to to, uh, reverse that. Not to get to politics, but as, as we face further division of us versus them, as uh, we see certain political philosophies take root that are not part of our foundation, as we see various factions rise up and cause turmoil, as we see perhaps civil strife, to remember we as a nation have faced worse, as we saw the battle of the Civil Wars, the Civil War battles what we celebrate today – celebrate is such a strange word for what we do today – is a reminder that during that Civil War, people on both sides died. And there were tremendous losses, widows and orphans. And as they gathered at the cemeteries, honoring the deceased, remembering them, We as Catholics praying for them and reminding others to pray for them. They came to realize it was good to have one day that we as a nation would gather, that we would honor those who have fought so bravely, who paid that price. It started with the Civil War, with Decoration Day, of decorating the graves with flowers and wreaths. important for us to remember that peace comes at a price. And this day, we know it's Jesus Christ who gives us peace, not as the world gives. He gives a lasting peace, a permanent peace, but a peace that requires constant vigilance, that we would recognize in ourselves any despicable thought, any amount of hatred, any ounce Of contention against another, that we would seek to be be freed of it, but that we would also stand up for the truth, even the truth that is unpopular, even the truth that is so often denied, because we remember truth is not a matter of of popular opinion or democracy or vote. The truth is truth as God has revealed it that we, like those we honor this day, can face the battle knowing that peace is a result of the sacrifice and the standing up for truth that we give.